to Date Minds Think Alike. On this episode, I wanted to really have a chat about my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. Um, I have heard of girls like this before. I have never encountered a girl like this before. Um, personally, I've heard of um, also there's like this meme going around where it's like the friend you don't have to worry about um like the girl he says not to worry about and then it's like a girl that's always flirting with him or a girl that's beautiful or whatever the case is and she's like he's like a brother to me like that's always the meme or the trope i guess so been dating this guy named matt he's really nice but there are just like a few things that to me can be a little bit on the fishy side a little suspect side and um just some things that make me a tad uncomfortable so one of the things is that um his exes were all not good looking women um this is something that his family has told him this is something that he had realized after the fact this is something that he's like almost embarrassed to show me photos of his exes all of these things and you know when I got with him he made me feel like so lucky to be with him and I've also really tried hard not to be the type of person that will judge someone you know for looks and stuff like that um especially like a girl that's just simply existing like she was his ex whatever you know like i'm not gonna make fun of anyone right and so i tried really hard but um because you know it's not their fault for simply existing in that space right it's you know she was his ex whatever um but you know he'll always kind of fish for compliments all the time and i think he's a good looking guy but the way that he fishes for compliments is very like someone that maybe doesn't have low self like someone that does have low self-esteem and wants you to kind of always boost them up and um it's kind of getting to the point where i think that he is dating people that are considered not as attractive as him because they have this feeling of you are way too attractive to be with me Um, Like, why would you ever want to be with me? All of that. And it probably makes him feel really good. You know, like someone is constantly gassing you up. Like someone is your biggest cheerleader. I'm I'm just lucky to have you in my life. I'm lucky to have you in my space. I'm lucky that you want to be with me. Like, you know, you must um, really... Like, 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 I'm the luckiest girl in the world. So I'm going to keep complimenting you to keep you around. I'm going to make you feel good to keep you around. All of these things. And I know that you guys are also probably like, well, she's really making this into something. It's not like, it's probably not like that. Probably just was attracted to her or whatever. But this is why this is coming up. And this is why I'm making this episode. I, in the past, when I first started getting more serious with Matt, uh, had told him that, you know, in order for me to feel respected in a relationship, I really don't want someone communicating with their exes, especially one that has 
shown me that she is a pretty vile person and she will just randomly contact him and randomly he'll just be in a really bad mood and it's because she said something extremely bad to him that would just make him feel like a terrible person. And she would weaponize certain comments to, like towards him and be like, I'm gonna harm myself, I'm gonna do this to myself if you don't X, Y, Z, and you know, just really not good things. Um, and so, you know, it got to the point where it was such a bad relationship and she cheated on him and whatever, but even though that happened a year and a half ago, um, he, when we were talking, still had her on his Snapchat. And so, you know, he was in the shower and he left his phone on my bed and I'm not someone that really checks phones at all. Like I've never been that person, but on his phone, it had like, it had a girl's name and then it had like hearts next to it. Right. And so he has a sister that he doesn't really talk to that much. So I knew it wasn't his sister and I know his mom probably doesn't have Snapchat. So I figured that that wasn't her. So I was like, okay, well, let me see. And so I opened it up because the way that his phone worked was like, if you clicked on the app, it would open up and basically unlock his whole phone. You don't need the password for it. So I was like, sweet. So I open it and it, it gave me access to his whole Snapchat. And so I had seen, you know, some previous threads and messages and I was like, okay, you know, some of these were from way before we were official or whatever. And so like one of them um, was a little suspicious cause it was like, hey, I wanna see you tonight. And I was like, wait, <laughs> he's supposed to be at my house tonight. So like, what, what's happening here? The other one was this person that he had saved like chats that they had from like a long time ago and they were saved and they were like sex chats. And so at this point, me and him were getting a little bit more on the serious side. I was um, really, you know, trying to lock it down, trying to make things official and so i understood that we were not official at that time and that it's okay for him to have had those conversations but if we are going to get more serious as a sign of respect and just because you want to you should probably get rid of your ex that's on there that you have saved sex chats with and so when he came out of the shower i had already put his phone back where it was originally and just try to have an open and honest conversation about what we are expecting out of a potential relationship and things like that so um in this conversation he kind of starts to freak out And it wasn't like he was angry. He was freaking out like a kid that's kind of lost, that is scared. And it almost looked like he was on the verge of tears. And he's a very emotional person compared to me. But the thing is, is that I don't want someone that every time something could be potentially bad they cry and then I comfort them and it's like okay I am learning in this relationship anytime I cry she comforts me and everything is suddenly okay 
And I don't want that to be a trend in our relationship either. But that is something I need to just keep an eye on in the future. So um, anyway, we had a conversation about boundaries. And one of the boundaries was me giving him options on, hey, if you are going to keep your ex on your Snapchat because you're saying that it makes you feel better, making sure that she's not doing bad things to herself and stuff like that, then I need you to tell her that you are in a relationship or I need you to block her off of everything. And those were the only two options I gave him. I said, listen, um, actually at this point, I think he had just asked me to be his girlfriend that day. I said, listen, I know we just started dating, but I'll give you, you know, a day or two to really clean things up, um, tie up loose ends, you know, delete, delete apps, you know, create conversations with people and tell them that you are no longer interested in them. Like, I'll give you a day or two to do this. And that's more than most people will do. Okay. And I was really trying to be reasonable about it. You know, I wasn't saying if you, if you don't block her, I'm going to break up with you. I didn't say that. But I was giving him options on what I would say is respectful to me. If you're going to keep that person on there, you need them to know to respect your boundaries because you have a girlfriend. That's what I was asking for. And if it was someone that could not respect those boundaries or you figured in your head that she couldn't, then I need you to just preemptively take her off of everything. They had been broken up for a year and a half at that point, but the duration of their relationship was two years prior. So overall, they've had almost four years of communication and I'm coming in here knowing him for only three months. But the thing is, is that she's an ex. She's cheated on him and she's constantly emotionally blackmailing him. And it would be one thing if it didn't affect our relationship, but there was a night that um, I think her name is Emily or Emma or something like that. There was a night that I, you know, he he loves alcohol and he loves trying new things. And there's this place that I found that was beautiful. It was like um, almost like a speakeasy, like a little hidden gem of a little bar. And it was beautiful inside. And they specialize in, in gin. And so I took him out there and um, he paid, but... I was in a beautiful dress and I was all dolled up and, you know, I looked glowing. I was beautiful. And so he kept complimenting me and he was like, oh, my God, like, you're beautiful. Oh, my God. And I was like, "Okay, like, this is nice. And, you know, in the past, I've had issues with taking photos because when I was at my highest weight, even as just I've always been a big, a big fat person, (laughs) like, I've always been an overweight child. I've always been an overweight teen. I've always been a young adult that was overweight. And when I say overweight, I mean grossly overweight. I was 240 pounds in middle school. Okay, I was larger than most of my teachers. And so I was obese. And so it was weird because when I would look at my perception of myself and how I felt about myself, I never saw myself as that big. But when someone would take a photo of me, I would look like the most grotesque thing in the world. And I was like, wait, why? I thought that I was the same size as her. Why am I like triple the size of her in a photo? And so photos started to really show me reality. 
and it was really really terrible and for a long time I didn't take photos but then I ended up in college and I was in dating scene and I was like oh my god like people need to know how I look like so I need to take selfies and even then it was hard because it was like okay well I don't want to take like gross photos of myself because people will see how I look so let me take these really cute selfies that aren't exactly how I look like in person but you could tell it's me and so I was doing that and so eventually you know I started taking selfies of my body in a mirror like me looking cute in a dress or something and you know like using that for dating apps so dating apps kind of took me out of don't take photos but usually I'm even my daily in my in my daily life I'm not like oh, this is a really cute place, let's take a photo. Like, I've never been that person. And even though I've lost 100 and something pounds, I think 120 at this point, I still don't do that. And so this night, we were at the gym, the gin place. Um, We were feeling, I was feeling great. He was complimenting me and he's like, let's take a photo together. I was like, nice. So, um... You know, we took a selfie together because he wanted to. He was like, you look beautiful. Let's take a selfie. That's what he said. And I was like, okay, awesome. Like, I'll I'll do this. And like, this will be a little hurdle for me to get through. But I'm not going to make it a big deal to him that I really don't like taking photos. I'm going to take a photo together. And he, uh, I was like, let me, let me post it on his story. You know, like, I feel cute in this photo. He's complimenting me. And so suddenly, you know, he starts getting feedback from people on his Snapchat and they're like, she's so beautiful. She's blah, blah, blah. Like, oh my God, beautiful, beautiful. I've never seen you happier, whatever. So then um, Emma, his ex, or Emily, whatever her name is, um, you know, I guess she had commented on it, but I didn't know because, you know, I'm not on his phone. I don't have his code or whatever. So anyway, we're, we're done, you know, we go to this restaurant after and we eat and we're just having fun. Like the day was magical. The day was beautiful. It was perfect. You know, I couldn't ask for a better day. He's driving me back home and the drive was like 40 minutes back to my house. And he starts to kind of laugh and he's like, you know, when I posted that photo of you, my ex had commented uh, something and I was like, oh, well, what did she say? And he was kind of laughing about it. And he's like, well, let me say And he opened up, he's like, oh yeah, this is it. And he starts to read it, and it was something along the lines of, oh wow, she's pretty, she looks like a discount version of me. And he started laughing, and I was like, hold on. You told me in the past that all your exes were ugly. And then you tell, she tells you that I'm a discount version of her, which first off is extremely rude to compare someone to something that's like a discount version like an off-brand version um and then secondly the fact that he's laughing kind of made me feel very uncomfortable but the biggest thing was she was insulting me and he was laughing it off and brushing it off like it wasn't occurring and so to him it was nothing because he's so used to it but to me I it took a lot for me to get up to the point of taking that photo And then I was feeling good. And then he quickly just sinks the whole night by saying that his ex had made a bad comment. And I got really in my head at the time because I was like, maybe I'm too ugly to be with him. Like, maybe I am ugly. Maybe I'm gross. Maybe 
he thinks that I am a discount version of her. And then I got upset and I was like, do you think that I look like her? Is that why you're with me? And he was like, no, no, but I think you're both beautiful. And again, it's like one of those things that's like, you don't call your ex that, you know, you don't call your ex beautiful. Because I wouldn't say, oh, yeah, my, well, you're both sexy. You and my ex are both sexy. No, because that means you still believe it. Is there something there that's making you feel that way? And so, I don't know, it made me feel extremely uncomfortable and I kind of shut down and then he got really upset and he's driving, so it's kind of dangerous. And he was like, you always do this. You always get so like blocked off and you just won't listen to what I'm saying. And I'm like, no, I'm quiet because I want to listen to what you're saying because I'm trying to process what's happening. You're saying that I look like her. And he's like, well, if you understood, like you guys have similarities. I'm like, well, what is the similarity? And I'm getting upset. And when we get home, I tell him, this is why I told you to have your ex off of all your stuff, because this is what they do. And I was like, the only reason why she's saying this stuff is to get to you to make us have an argument and look what's happening. And I was like, if you would have taken her off of your stuff when I first asked you to a week ago, I had given him an extension because he still didn't do it. None of this would be happening. And he was like, fine. And he just deletes her off Snapchat. And, uh, and later on, I ended up telling him once he got more calm that in the, in, you know, in 30 minutes to an hour, I was like, now, can I ask you, do you have her on anything else? Do you have her on Instagram? Do you have her on over text? And he's like, we don't talk. He's like, she randomly messages me a couple times, you know, like, like every other month. And I was like, okay, the issue is that you just took her off of your Snapchat and now she's going to message you asking you what's happening. And he was like, okay. So he's like, let me just take her off that stuff too. I was like, okay. I didn't check because I trusted him. And I still do trust him. And I'm hoping that he's not communicating with this person. So, you know, life is resuming. Everything's good as usual. You know, I tell him, you know, a few days later, I'm like, hey, you know, your crock pot and stuff like that. Um, Can you bring it to my house? Because I want to make us something uh, for dinner one of these nights. And he's like, okay. And he's like, you know what? Um, The Crock-Pot actually has a little cookbook I can give you. I was like, oh, perfect. Nice. Like, I'll, you you know, I'll look at it in a day or two and I'll see recipe and then I will, you know, make food for us. He's like, okay. So today I'm just chilling and I'm like, well, let me finally look at that cookbook. I'm going to cook something tomorrow. And um, it was a ninja, a ninja like... That's a, that's a brand of, it's an expensive brand. And he was like, you could just keep it. I was like, wow, okay. So in this cookbook, I'm looking through it. It's pretty hardy. And at the very end, it has like this lined pages that, um, that are like for notes. And in it is a love note from his ex, Emma. So I'm assuming that Emma had actually gotten him this as a gift. And so... I don't really know what to do because my first instinct was what I did, which was I messaged him, LOL, did your ex give you this? And he's sleeping, so he's not going to look at it. But I was like taking photos of, um, taking photos of the love note. And then I read it out loud to him on Snapchat in a voice message. And then I was just like, I don't know. I was, I am very much annoyed because this actually just, just happened. And so it's like, even though, um, she's not, 
apparently in his life anymore. Why do you keep love letters and stuff from her? I guess I could understand, like, maybe he forgot. But it's really disrespectful, disrespectful, I feel like, to me. That uh, she just keeps sliding in things, you know? Like, in a year, am I going to find something else from her? Like, why is this a trend? We had a fight last time we saw each other because of her. And now I'm feeling extremely frustrated. And here she is again. She's literally in my house. Um, So, the very first page, page one, where it has, like, the table of contents, is a kiss. A kiss mark from her. And then the very last page of notes, I'm going to read to you what she had said because it really pissed me off. And this is what makes me feel like I'm being... Maybe he thinks I'm like a pathetic person that's just like, oh, okay, like I'll just date girls that will really like be obsessed with me and maybe someone that's not that attractive and like um, I'm, I'm going to be with her because like... She's going to make me feel great, okay? I want to read to you what she had put. I love you, Matt. I'm so lucky to have you in my life, and I can't wait for our future together. You are so handsome. Too attractive for me, just saying. You are one of the best people I've met. Right now, you're in Milwaukee, and we are video chatting. I miss you, and just seeing your face makes me want to kiss you. I know that packing and moving is really stressful for you, but I just want you to know I'll always be here for you and I'll always be here to make sexual comments and lame puns. You're my best friend and I can't wait until you come home. I can't wait to give you a ton of kisses and cuddle the fuck out of you Sunday and come uh, Sunday can't come fast enough. I love you forever and always Eva. So I guess her name's Eva. Now, if it's not the same girl, it's another ex. And it's just like, how many exes do you have that I'm going to keep running into their shit? Like, how many? Like, how? just tell me how many. Um, and I know that it, it, it is an insecurity thing. But I also know that for me, I'm feeling extremely disrespected. And it's just like, how did you not know? How did you not know? Like, how did you not know this note was in there? How did you not know that there was kiss marks all over the cookbook? I'm just confused. And so I'm starting to get really angry because it's like the ghost of X's past for him. When I first met him, we were having issues with his first, like the most recent ex. I don't even remember her name, but she was a girl that he had loaned maybe two, three, four thousand dollars to throughout the relationship of a few months. And when we were you know getting pretty serious he was still talking to her and i was like why are you still messaging her and he's like because she owes me money and i'm trying to get money back from her and i was like okay well you don't need to go see her like what are you doing and he's like no i didn't try to see her i was at a bar with my friends so here's the story he was at a bar with his friends and the sister of his ex was randomly at the bar and she was like oh hey matt how are you And then eventually she's like, I don't want to be at this bar anymore. Can you drive me back home? And then he drove her home is the story. And then he saw his ex there and his ex got mad. And she's like, why are you at my house? And she freaked out. And then he left. And I'm like, at this point, him and I are just talking. But I felt extremely disrespected 
because when I was messaging him that night, he wasn't messaging me back. And then when I had asked him how that night went, he completely excluded that event. The next day he's talking and he's nonchalantly laughing and mentioning what had happened that night. And I got so pissed. Like it was like the air had gotten sucked out of the room. And it was like every fight we have is because of an ex. It's like, why is everything haunted by exes? Like he tells me, you're my best friend. I just read another person read that off to him. Are you just repeating stuff that your exes told you? Like, I just don't understand. Like everything that I do, I feel like is repetition of something someone else had done for him. And it's starting to get extremely exhausting. Like, at what point am I just myself? At what point is this relationship, Matt and me, is everything going to be, oh, well, this girl has an aspect of Eva. Uh, This girl has an aspect of Emily. This girl has an aspect of my ex-girlfriend. I like all of these. She's a hybrid of all my exes. At what point is it my girlfriend is simply my girlfriend? Every time I get upset, it's because an ex is mentioned. How many times have I mentioned an ex to him? I could count it on one hand. And all the times that they were mentioned, it was either I was making a point of how would you feel if I had my ex like have stuff around and then I was giving it to you and it had their name on it. How would you feel about it? And the other times that I mentioned my ex was because he was asking about them because he kept talking about his ex. Like even when I was just talking about like making a joke about, oh, like, can you imagine having your spouse working at like this um, you know, like, like this particular gas station and it probably wasn't the best joke, but I was just, you know, trying to lighten the mood. And he was like, oh, actually fun fact, my ex worked there. And it's like, and I don't want you guys to get this wrong. It's a variety of exes he's always talking to, um, or not talking to, but talking about. And it's like, I understand some people are friendly with their exes and I wouldn't say that he's friendly with his, it's like a hatred, But I don't know if you guys ever heard of this, but there's a line, a very thin line between hatred and love. And it's very quick that it could flip to one or the other. And usually when someone is that passionate about someone, it's not, it's because they're not over them. How many people, and just think, how many people in your past do you not care about anymore? And then when you think about them, you don't have a feeling associated with them. It's just like, oh, yeah, that was my ex, you know? Yeah. But it's not like ultimate hatred. And it's because there's a sign of there's some type of affection or love there. There's some type of longing there. And so when he gets really passionate about his ex and it's like, why do I have to block her? Well, it's just like, what? Like, why are you like a pit bull right now defending something? Like, this is not a conversation that you're going to get options anymore. I had given him, I had given him options for a week, a whole week. Ultimately, I had told, originally I told him, I'll give you two days to figure something out. A week later, I asked him about it. He did nothing. A few days after that week, he did nothing. I had asked him a third time. He did nothing. Then we post a photo together and that's when she insults me and that's when I get pissed off. It wasn't a random occurrence where it was like, oh, I didn't even know you had her on there. No, I had mentioned several times as a sign of respect to me, you need to figure out one of those options. 
when she insulted me, she had limited the option to just one thing, which was she's going to be removed. If she's going to start insulting me and making me feel uncomfortable in my own relationship, she needs to be out of the picture. I know some of you guys are like, whoa, you guys, you're probably really fragile. Maybe like, I didn't know that your relationship was so delicate. This is in the beginning of a relationship when you're figuring out if you like this person. I'm starting to get a lot of feelings for him. And right now it's still at the state where it's like one foot in and one foot out. I could easily leave the relationship and I could easily stay in it. I really like him and I don't want to break up with him and I don't want to leave him. But the fact is, is there are too many hands in the cookie jar. There are too many people revolved in the relationship, involved in the relationship. There are too many people that are constantly being brought up. Imagine, again, another little scenario. Imagine that you're laying on the sofa and you're like, babe, you know what sounds really good right now? Some apple pie. And then you're probably expecting your spouse or whatever to say, yeah, that sounds good. No, that doesn't sound good. Too much sugar. Or, you know, like we just had that yesterday or something. But for him, he would probably say something like, oh, funny story. My ex actually was allergic to apples and hated apple pie. And one time and go into a ramble about some ex. And so it's just getting extremely exhausting to follow it. And it's like every time something really magical happens, it's ruined by an ex constantly being mentioned. And at what point are you going to stop looking behind you? You can't live life looking behind you. You know what happens when you drive and you keep looking back at the car behind you? You're going to get hit by the car in front of you. You're going to get into an accident. You're not in the zone. You have to focus on what's happening right now. And he's not. And the only time he's longing and reminiscing about stuff is when they're gone. When I first met him, he was crying in my arms and he was saying, I, I don't want you to hurt me. Like, just please, whatever you do, don't hurt me. And I said, I'm not going to hurt you. But the thing is, is I never got the promise back. And I'm, I'm being hurt constantly, not by him purposefully, but by him indirectly. When you bring up other people, it makes me feel like I'm not good enough. Why are you constantly bringing up exes? Can we have a, a day, an hour, an hour, a day, a week, a month without an ex being brought up? And there was a time that I actually asked him, I said, how many times did I mention my exes to you? And he's like, well, the time that you went through and you went through your history with your exes, and you told me about it. And I said, yes. And that was because I wanted you to know where I came from. And that's because you had asked me. I don't mention, oh, you know, like my ex liked being intimate in this area. And, and, and my ex likes this and, and blah, blah, blah. And like, there are so many things that I could judge him for that I try really hard not to. But when you keep poking the bear with my ex this, my ex that, then be with your exes. Be in a poly relationship with all of your exes. And now I have a love letter sitting in my lap. Matt, I love you. Matt, you're way too good looking for me. I love you forever and ever. I can't wait how our future is going to be. Oh, Matt. 
I can't wait for our cuddles and our sexy comments. And I know we're video chatting right now. Those words are circling in my head constantly. And I don't know if it's because I'm weak. I don't know if it's because I'm insecure. And I don't know if it's because I'm scared. I think there's a lot of fear behind this. I think I'm starting to fall for him. And I'm uncovering all this shit. And the thing is, it's not even that I'm uncovering it. It's being handed to me. He gave it to me. He handed it to me on a silver platter. He tells me the comments that his ex has made about me. He gives me a love letter that his ex had put on a, a cooking thing for me. At what point is our relationship just about us? When is the ex going to be out of this? My relationship, I'm not in a polyamorous relationship. I'm not in a relationship that has multiple people in it. It's just monogamous, you and me. So why are you constantly trying to make it a polyamorous relationship? And And I'm feeling extremely unheard in that. And then he gets hurt. He gets extremely hurt. And the pain that he feels, I think, is of himself beating himself up. A lot of his exes are people that never had a career, which is fine if you don't have a career, but he has a career. And when you have people that are in different places, it could be very difficult. It really can. When you have someone that already knows what they want to do with their life, and then you have another person that feels very unmotivated, very, I don't know what I want to do, it can cause a lot of friction because you're feeling like, oh, I have to motivate them. And then that makes you feel drained. I'm a motivated individual. I'm motivated to lose weight. I'm motivated in my career. I'm motivated to travel. And he's like, well, I love all those things. I never had an ex like that. I never had anyone in my life like that. Okay, well, can we focus on us? We have a vacation coming up soon. And I would like for the vacation to happen. But what's going to happen when we get there? Oh, well, me and my ex, I don't have time for that. I really don't. I really don't. But if he wants to have this conversation where he's going to keep on bringing it up, then we're going to have to have a chat because I can't keep doing it. I know we've only been dating for a very short while, but I've known him for three months. And this has been a constant issue for the three months. And so when I introduced the idea of the love letter that I had found, I tried really hard to be goofy about it. But I don't know what to do with the love letter. Do I hand it back to him? Do I destroy it? Do I rip it up and throw it away? I don't know. I really don't. I don't know what's worse. If I... If I white out the message and give it to him, is he going to be upset? Oh, oh, why did you do this? I'm not going to rip up the book because it's a good book. But what if I just take a pen and just erase everything that she wrote on it? Like, would he be okay with that? He wrote me a love card. I've never had one of those before where a guy wrote me a card. And he was telling me all these things about the future and that I was beautiful and all this stuff. Is this just stuff he's pulled from all his ex's letters? Is that just a theme that he likes having? And I even wrote a card for him for Valentine's Day. 
And now I just want to rip it up. There was a point in the card I was actually going to say I love him. And now I don't know what I feel. Because I don't want to say I love someone and give them all this power. And I'm already feeling like he's fucking me over multiple times. But I'm kind of scared. If I look on his phone, I'm going to find something I don't like. And what I'm scared of is he's going to be texting an ex. Because that's all he talks about. The funniest part was the ex that made the bad comment about me doesn't even live in the same state as me. But that doesn't mean that you're not emotionally cheating on me. And I don't think that he's emotionally cheating on me, but I'm just saying that you can't act like this ex is not a threat because she doesn't live next to me. You guys have to understand that when someone's interested in someone else and they're just simply with you, that takes away from your relationship. So many guys do that. So many women do that. So many women emotionally cheat on their spouses too. And then it's like they start distancing themselves from the core relationship. Anyway, part of me wishes that I didn't send any of the messages that I had sent to him. I don't even remember what I had sent him. Well, one of them was me actually reading the message. And I guess I can delete snaps. So I'm going to try to do that. I'm just going to play it off like I didn't see it, honestly, because I don't want to, like, make things worse. But I'm just going to scribble out the kissing stuff. The good thing is I think she wrote it with pencil, so... Maybe I can do something with that. But I'm just so sick and tired of living in the shadow of someone trying to fill shoes. I don't even know what size they are. If it was just one pair, maybe I can deal with it. But I have a closet full of shoes I need to fit into. I don't know who they belong to. I don't know the history. I don't know what happened. He keeps saying everyone's that he's been with has cheated on him. But why are they all cheating on you? And I'm not trying to say that it's anyone's fault that they get cheated on, but if every single relationship you have is someone cheating on you, why? And eventually, when he got really upset, he told me the reason why his ex cheated on him was because she said that he wasn't over his original ex of two years. And when he said that, it all clicked in my head that that is why all of his exes had cheated on him was because he wasn't over his, his original ex. He keeps talking about her. She's still involved in his life. And I'm not going to be second fiddle to someone. I'm not going to entertain... I'm not going to intertwine my life with someone that is doing this. So I'm going to give you guys updates and stuff. And hopefully everything goes well. You know, we moved to Seattle together is the goal. Uh, maybe I can meet some of you guys and stuff. But right now it's just been such a mess. Um, and this is what happens when you meet someone, you see all their dirty laundry and you just have to figure out if you want to deal with it. I'm not trying to change him as a person, but I need him to respect my boundaries. And a part of that is all your exes need to be cut out. 
you don't have kids with them. You don't share marriage with them. You don't share property with them. There's nothing tying you to them. You need to end it. I need all of your exes gone. I do. I really do. So that is all I have to say. That's it for Date Minds Think Alike. And thank you for listening to my ramble.